Welcome to the Simple Church Podcast, where we're committed to helping you know God, find freedom, discover your purpose, and make a difference. Let's get to today's message. What's up, everybody? My name is Aaron DeLong. I'm the lead pastor here at Simple Church. I want to take just a moment before we get into what we're doing today to welcome all those of you in our online campus. What's up, everybody? Say hi to those of you on Facebook. And if you're watching anywhere else on YouTube or listening through our podcast, Thanks for tuning in. We're glad that you're here today. Uh, Take an opportunity that you've got to and share this message. Man, you have no idea uh, who needs to hear the good news about Jesus. Amen, everybody. So thanks for being with us. Make sure if you're in our campus, you're chatting with each other, sharing about your week and anything in the message that speaks to you. We'd love your feedback there as well. And uh, you can interact with our online host and get prayer and a lot of things there. So again, thanks for being with us today. is a special day. This is Labor Day weekend, and I hope many of you are eating as many hot dogs as you can, that you're getting the last bit of the summer sun as you can, going out on the lake for one of the last few times of the season. Uh, Whatever you're doing, I hope you're spending time with each other, with family, and those that you love. Uh, Today is Vision Sunday uh, for us, and once a year what we do is we push pause on the series to uh, make sure that we take time to share fresh vision for what God is doing here at Simple Church, but also to ensure that you have a clear vision for your own life. Because here's what I know about vision. Vision leaks and people drift. This is why we take time every year to do this, to restate what our vision is as a church and restate uh, what we believe that God's vision is for your life. So what is vision? Well, vision is the ability to see clearly. You know, we live in an uncertain world, especially in this pandemic season. Things are uncertain all around us. And we live in a world where things are uncertain and where things are just simply not clear. But one thing that is clear, and it has always been clear, is God's vision for our lives. So when everything around us is uncertain or unclear, God's vision comes along and offers us stability. It offers us confidence and it offers us clarity because God, like his word, is unchanging. Amen, everybody? And so we can stand on it firmly and securely, even though everything around us is changing. The Bible says this about vision is that in Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. Now, the NIV translation of that says that where there's no clear vision, I like that, where there's no clear vision, people cast off restraint. Well, what that means is, is that when they, when they don't see clearly what, what is intended for their lives or what they're supposed to be doing with their lives, then they'll think it doesn't matter how they live their lives. But we know, and you know, that it absolutely does matter how we live our lives. Some of you here need a reminder of God's plan. And that plan is the only thing that will bring you real fulfillment. So here we go. Let's get into it. Now, when you look into scripture, all through scripture from cover to cover in the Bible, we see that God has four things that he desires for his people. We talk about them as four steps along your spiritual journey. They are that the most important one is that you have a relationship with God, that you settle the issues of your past, that you find out what your life is all about. And that you do something with your life that makes an eternal difference, not a temporal difference, not an earthly difference, but an eternal difference. Let me say those four things a little simpler and maybe you'll be familiar with them. They are to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. 
Now, the last three, those last three hinge on the first one. That's why the most important one is to know God. Now, I'm not talking about knowing God as if like, you know God, you know him in your mind, you know that his name is Yahweh, you know what, what that, that his word is available to us and, and that you can quote scripture. I'm not talking about knowledge of God. What I'm talking about is a personal knowledge of God, a intimate knowledge of God, a relational knowledge of God, one where you have a relationship with him that is full of delight, not not knowing him through religious efforts, not knowing him through rites and rituals and serving him out of duty. No, a real relationship with God is what I'm talking about. And a real relationship with God is what empowers the other three steps of finding freedom, discovering your purpose, and making a difference. That's why it's so important. And even Paul, the apostle, who wrote the majority of the New Testament, he said to Timothy, his spiritual son, in 1 Timothy 6.21, he said, some of these people, so he's talking about the people uh, in the church, some of these people have missed the most important thing in life. It's that they don't know God. Now, this isn't just the most important thing for you. It's the most important thing for our church. And we demonstrate that it's so important to us through the way that we serve, through the ways that we pray, and through the ways that we give. Our church is focused on helping people know God. We do everything we can with intentionality to reach people far from God with this important truth. And it's simply that Jesus paid the price for their sins so they, they don't have to. The fact is, is that Jesus is the only way. And when we say that, some people push back on that and they say, well, you know, this Christianity thing, it's exclusive. It's only for certain people. You know what? Christianity is not exclusive. It is very inclusive, but but what Christianity is more specifically is that it's specific. Jesus is the only way to a relationship with God. Acts 4.12 tells us salvation comes no other way. No other name has been or will be given to us by which we can be saved. Only this one. And it's the name of Jesus. You know, as a church, our vision statement for us, for us is to reach people far from God and teach them to follow Jesus step by step. Well, that first part of our vision statement is everything that we rally ourselves around. That's why our Sunday mornings look the way that they look, because we want to establish a church service that lost people, people that are far from God, will love. It's important that you know that this is our primary focus, that we aren't just about having a Christian club. It is all about welcoming the lost as they are, no matter what, knowing that God loves them and he is the one who will clean them up. He does not expect them to clean themselves up in order to come to Jesus. And so we are busy about removing all the barriers that are in people's way in order to get to a relationship with God. Listen to Paul's greatest motivation and know that it is ours too. It's from 2 Corinthians 5 verses 14 through 15. This is the message paraphrase that says, Christ's love has moved me to such extremes. Our firm decision is to work from this focused center. Here it is. One man died for everyone. That's Jesus. That puts everyone in the same boat. He included everyone in his death so that everyone could also be included in his life. A resurrection life. A far better life than people ever lived on their own. See, if you've never given your life to Jesus today, or maybe you have and you've walked far away from God, 
know that you'll have an opportunity at the end of today's message to come on home. Here at Simple Church, since we've opened our doors in 2013, we have seen over 660 people say yes to Jesus. And we've seen 150 people take their next steps and get baptized. Now, if you're one of those people that are here with us who have raised your hand and said, yes, I'm following Jesus. Let me tell you something. You've got some next steps to take just like those 150. You've got some next steps to take to go public with your faith. See, Jesus told us that through water baptism, that's what demonstrates that, hey, there's been a change in my life. It's kind of like having a wedding ceremony. You're already in love with the person that you're marrying that day. You're already committed in your heart. The wedding ceremony is about a public event, confessing before God and before your friends and your family that you are committed, that you are in a covenant relationship with this person for the rest of your life. Well, baptism is the same way. It is a public ceremony, a public event where you are confessing your faith in Jesus. Peter said this in 1 Peter 3.21, in baptism, we show that we have been saved from death and doom by the resurrection of Christ. Not because our bodies are washed clean by the water, but because in being baptized, we're turning to God and asking him to cleanse our hearts from sin. So if you're here today and you're watching and your heart has been changed by God, it's important to take a step to let other people know that you've taken that step, that your faith is in Christ Jesus. And you do that through baptism. You say, Aaron, how do I do that? Well, we'll do it at our next in-person service, which is September 19th, when we relaunch our church, hopefully in our new building. So the way you get to do that, the way you sign up and say, yeah, I'm ready to do that, is to fill out our digital connect card. For those of you that are watching anywhere outside of our online campus, you'll find that in the, the description of the video that you're watching, or even in the description of the podcast. For those of you in the online campus, look for the button that says digital connect card. Click it and say, I, I want to get baptized. I said yes to Jesus. I want to get baptized. It's there. If you've taken the step to know God, your next step is baptism. But after that, along that spiritual journey, your next step after knowing God is to find freedom. You say, freedom from what, Aaron? Well, freedom from the issues in your life, the habits, the hangups, the hurts, and the mistakes that keep us bound up and continuing our lives in pain. See, I think it's possible for us to know God, but still not experience the full freedom that Jesus paid for. See, we know God and we come to know him and we come to have a relationship with God through faith in Jesus. And what happens in that moment when we say, Jesus, I trust you. Jesus, I'm surrendering my life to you. Jesus forgives our sins. In other words, all of our mistakes, every way that we have walked away from God, God wipes the slate clean, gives us a do-over and says, you're brand new. Your sins are washed white as snow, actually is what the Bible says. You're forgiven. That's what we call salvation. You've been saved from eternal damnation in hell, which means hell is not about a place where people go that God is angry at. No, hell is a place where people go because they insist on paying for their sins themselves. But if Jesus has paid the price for your sins, then my friend, where you will spend eternity is in heaven. Again, it's called salvation. And salvation for you is free. It's a free gift. You can't pay for it. You can't earn it. Jesus paid the price for us. And that's a beautiful, wonderful thing. But here's the thing. God knows it's okay for you not to be okay, but it's not okay for us to stay that way. See, God wants to do a work in us. He wants to make us whole again. 
identify, he wants to identify all the broken areas in our life and mend them. This is a process we call sanctification. So let me bring some clarity to it. Salvation is a moment, right? Where your sins are washed clean, you place your faith in Jesus. But sanctification, that mending all the broken areas in our lives is a process and it takes time. Read what Paul said in Philippians 2, 12 through 13. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. That's some intentionality. And make sure you're working it out according to God's word, not according to Oprah Winfrey and Cosmo Magazine or your favorite talking head or podcaster. Make sure it's based on the word of God. He says, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. For us here at Simple Church, the primary way that we experience sanctification or the process of having our lives mended, of, of becoming whole again, is through our grow groups. Now, in our grow groups, it's a place that we come to learn. We come to pray for one another and to support each other on this spiritual journey of becoming sanctified. Or you can say it like this, to become more like Jesus. All of our grow groups are what we call free market, which means that some of our groups are study, some of our groups are activity. You can gather around anything that you want to. But in our small groups, our grow groups, this is where our large church becomes small because it's easy to get lost on Sunday morning in a crowd of people, but it's hard to hide the personal issues that you're going through in a small group of people. And it's important. It's important that all of us get into these places and spaces and experience the beauty that comes along with vulnerability. The, the beauty that comes along with opening up to somebody. You don't have to open up to everybody. You just need to find one person where you can get into relationship with them and begin to experience the healing that God has intended for you. It's an important step for all of us as believers to take. In fact, without getting in front of another believer, without having a relationship with another believer, you're never gonna experience the full sanctification process that God had intended for you. Specifically, look in James 5, 16. It says, therefore, confess your sins to each other, right? Not just to God. Yet we confess our sins to God for forgiveness, but watch what it says. And pray for each other so that you can be healed. See, we go to God for forgiveness, but we go to people for healing. Listen to me. This is a great spiritual mystery. This is not something I'm declaring. This is something that is found in the word of God, that God designed for your spiritual health and growth to take place in the form of spiritual relationships. In a group, you'll find people who love God. You'll find people who love you. And you're gonna find people who have a desire to grow together. Man, that kind of environment is transforming. Real life change happens in the context of our grow groups. Kind of hurts my feelings because I feel like my preaching is pretty powerful on a Sundays. But I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that real life change, real impact happens when you choose to take a step and you choose to get into a group and become vulnerable and open and honest about the pains, the hangups, the hurts, the habits, and all of the issues that you're experiencing in your life. It was exactly the same for me. I grew up in church. Many of you know my testimony. When I returned back to a church because I was invited on an Easter Sunday in 2010, I took a step to get into a small group, but I was angry, I was bitter, I was rough around the edges, I was prickly. And there was no way 
No way that I was gonna serve, that I was gonna give. There was no way that I was gonna get anything out of this. And yet I took a step and I was like, whatever, I'll just see what this is all about. And I joined a group. And what happened is, is I found a safe place, like I've already talked about, to be vulnerable, to be honest and open about my hurts. And little by little, God began to transform me. And God redeemed my life. And God put me on a path. And it changed my life forever. Listen, if you want to experience real life transformation, groups launch this week. I'm encouraging you to sign up. Now, that's the first two parts of our spiritual journey that's connected to our vision of reaching people far from God and teaching them to follow Jesus step by step. But here's where the steps start getting exciting. It's not just exciting when we know God and find freedom, but man, when you start to discover your purpose, this is where it, everybody gets really pumped because here's why. God has a unique purpose for your life. He designed you with purpose on purpose. And this is not something for your spiritual journey that is optional. You need to understand that discovering your purpose is critical. It's critical not for Pastor Aaron, but it's critical for your own fulfillment. Check out what Acts 20 verse 24 says. This is again, uh, Paul, this is Paul. He says, however, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me. See what Paul is saying that, that, that you're never going to find what life is really all about until you discover the purpose that God has for you. And when you do, when you understand what that purpose is, when you know why you're here, then life can't derail you and hurt you like it does to other people. In fact, Paul went through a whole bunch of stuff. But check out what he says in 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. He says, we do not lose heart. In other words, there was some stuff that was going to cause him to lose heart. He said, we don't lose heart. Though outwardly we're wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that, out, that far outweighs them all. So what do we do? He said, so we fix our eyes, not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. See, Paul had issues with the Jewish leaders of the day. He was persecuted by the Roman government. He had been shipwrecked. He'd been beaten and stoned and not that way. I mean, rocks thrown at him until they thought he was dead. He'd walked through loneliness and depression and wrongful imprisonment and none of it threw him. Why? Why did none of it throw him? Because he had a bigger purpose and he knew it. His purpose in life stabilized him through all the trials and tribulations that he experienced. You may not know your purpose today, but let me tell you something. You have one and you need to discover it. That's why we offer growth track. Even here in the pandemic, in the season when we've been only online, you've had an opportunity to, to join growth track. It's four easy Sundays. They're just hour long sessions. Give me four Sundays. And I promise you, four sessions will help you understand your, your uh, unique gifts. If you go through this process that we call the growth track, in it you'll find out how you can be part of our church. You'll discover your unique gifts, your talents that God has placed within, within you. And we'll even help you find a place so that you can live out that purpose on purpose. Amen, everybody? You say, Aaron, how? How do I get involved with that? Well, again, this goes back to our digital connect card. Or if you're, again, watching in, in some other place other than our online campus, look in the, the description of the video. There should be a link there for our digital connect card. 
Mark the, the, the line that says, I want to get involved, or maybe it says growth track. But join the over 162 people since we've launched it that have completed growth track. It's important that you do. It'll be part of your spiritual journey. One of the steps to knowing God, finding freedom, and discovering your purpose. And we do these three things so that we can do what we're already doing, but even more so. And check it out. And this is the last one. It's to make a difference. John 15 verses 8 and 11 says, This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. I told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. When he's talking about bearing much fruit, he's talking about the works that we will do, the difference that we'll make in people's lives, and not just a temporal difference, though we may be meeting a temporary need such as hunger, such as shelter, such as clothing. We may be be doing efforts that way. That may be how we're going to make a difference, but our purpose is not just to feed them because they'll be hungry again. Our purpose is not just to help them in the moment. Our purpose is to help them with the hope that we can introduce them to Jesus. And Jesus says that if we do that, we have fruit, man, that this is the recipe for lasting joy. And this isn't just a command from him. This is Jesus saying, this is the way. Jesus, Jesus points to it and says, you know, it tells us what we already know. He, we already know that lasting joy does not come from, from um, amassing great wealth and having money. Joy does not come from physical pleasure. Joy does not come from having stuff or success. It doesn't come from all that stuff. Real joy comes from doing something that matters. Real joy comes from making an eternal difference in other people's lives. And when you're living out God, your God-given purpose and making a difference, watch this, it'll not only change the people's lives that you're investing into, that you're serving, it'll make a difference in your life too. Proverbs 11.25 tells us the generous will prosper. In other words, those that are giving, they'll prosper. And those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. You know, that's what our dream team members know already, is that as they give and as they serve and as they show the love of Jesus, they themselves are fulfilled. They themselves find refreshment. And I just love that. They know God. They found freedom. They're discovering, they've discovered their purpose and every day they are busy about making a difference. For us as a church, I just thought I'd share a few ways that we've been making a difference so far in 2021. Through some of our major serve efforts, not just serving in the roles and the capacities that we've had while we've been online, uh, an online church, but, but we've continued to reach out. We've done uh, events like a simple thank you, which is us sending care packages to our essential workers in hospitals, grocery stores, and addiction recovery uh, groups. Because those people, they've not been able to take a break. Those people have not been able to work from home. They've had to remain in the trenches, and we wanted to say thank you. Through a simple supply drive, we did a supply drive for a local school for kids that, that needed help getting school supplies through our bike giveaway and water station at the 4th of July parade. Then we gave away 30 brand new bikes to kids and families as we walked, walked along the street in that parade. Man, what a fun time that was. And the city of Reynoldsburg asked us to be part of the recent Tomato Fest and to organize and run what they call their Tomato Wars. And we did, and it was a huge success. We are a church that believes in serving in simple and in great ways. 
as far as uh, that's how we've served and other ways we've given admissions this year, we've given away $14,000. We've given away locally to Chi Alpha, which is missionaries to the Ohio State University, to the Heart Food Pantry and to the Dream Center. We've given to church planning efforts because we believe that one of the greatest opportunities for people to meet Jesus is a church, a healthy church in every community. And so we've give to the Ohio Church Multiplication Network. We give to the Association of Related Churches and we give to the Venture Multiplication Network that are all planting churches all around the country, not just here in Ohio. Then we also give to missionaries. Our missionaries are, man, goodness gracious, they're, they're everywhere. We've got them in Indonesia, uh, Estonia, uh, in uh, El Salvador, Honduras, we love our missionary partnerships and we love being a blessing to them. On top of all that, we've also had this ongoing uh, giving effort to help those in need through the pandemic. And we've set up something called In This Together that has given groceries, we've helped with rent, we've helped with utilities, we've helped in very practical ways through this In This Together fund. And to date over $4,000 has been given through your generosity above and beyond your ties to help people in need during this season. And that is something worth being celebrated. So thank you so much, Simple Church, for your, for your generosity of your time, your treasure and your talents. For the rest of the year, we've got some great opportunities to serve as well and to give as well. First is coming up for us in October. The cities once again ask us to be part of their fall festival. Uh, I believe this will be somewhere around October 20th where we, we will go out to JFK Park and we'll serve and run their games and whatever they ask us to do, we love being a part of that big festival. So we'll have an opportunity to serve that evening and serve people and let them know that Jesus loves them. Uh, we'll also have a partnership with the Dream Center. Uh, last year, we gave 25 Thanksgiving meals. That's the full, that's the turkey and all the fixings and even the dessert and a few meals afterwards. Uh, we donated those full meals and even were part of delivering those meals. And we're gonna do that again this year. We're also doing our holiday hope effort. Last year, we started this up and man, I think it was really great what we did um, because of the way we did it. Sometimes organizations will get presents and they'll give them directly to the kids. Um, but, but our community support team said, you know what? We think the greatest way to be, and the greatest way to be a gift, not just to the kids, but also to the parents is to secretly give the gifts to the parents, let them wrap them and give it to the kids. This does two things. Not only do the kids get presents, but it restores dignity to the parents. And I think that is such a beautiful, beautiful thing. And so we're doing it again this year. We gave over a hundred uh, kids presents last year. We're gonna do it again this year. There's even a small group. So if you need a grow group that is focused just on this event, you can be part of it and sign up for it. Also, we'll have our Christmas Eve offering where we give 100% of it to the Dream Center. So we tell you about it now so that you can begin praying about it, saving up for it, so that when we all get together on Christmas Eve, you can give it whatever the Lord tells you to give and 100% of it will go to making a difference to those that are underserved and underprivileged right here in the city of Columbus. And then one of the biggest things that we're doing is our relaunch, which is planned for September 19th. That's when we plan to be in person at our brand new building. We will keep you updated as things develop. We're hoping to close that week and there's gonna be plenty of opportunities for you to serve and to help us get the building ready because based on the calendar, we only have four days, four days to get in there and prep it and get it somewhat ready so that we can all gather, sit in some comfy seats and worship together. Amen, everybody. So be watching for that. We will give you uh, information as it develops. 
Uh, and then, you know, here's the thing, because we're going to be gathering back together in person, it's a great time to join uh, the relaunch dream team. How do you do that? It's the digital connect card. I've been talking about this entire time. Mark the spot that says, I want to get involved. But listen, there's so many ways you can get involved. There's so many ways that you can make a difference in eternity. So fill out the connect card and join us because here's the truth. We can do more together than we can without you. So it's time, Simple Church. Whether you are already a member of our church or you're just checking out who we are today, it's time. It's time to take these steps in your spiritual journey with God. I've tried to make it all very clear so that you won't miss out. You say, Aaron, miss out on what? Well, you know, someday we're gonna stand before Jesus face to face. And I want you to hear what I want him to say to me. I, I hope that he says it to you because there's a couple things he can say to us. But the thing I wanna hear him say is found in Matthew 25, 23. Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Let's pray. Father, thank you for vision. Specifically, I thank you for your vision. We commit our plans to you for the rest of this year, and we ask you for your favor. We ask you for your blessing and your anointing. Father, help us to wisely walk out our personal spiritual journey and our journey together for the rest of the year. Now, for those of you that are with us that meant the first step of your, your spiritual journey is to know God, this is your moment. You have an opportunity right now to come home. For those of you that had a relationship with God and you walked far from him, let me tell you the truth is, is that you may have felt like you were walking far from him, but God has never left you nor forsaken you. He is with you even now. That if right now you'll take the opportunity to turn to him, you'll find that his love has been pursuing you since day one. So if you're ready to begin a relationship with him, the only way is through Jesus. And it's not through doing good works for him. It's not, there's not a magical incantation. What it is, is placing your full trust and your faith in him. Saying, Jesus, be Lord. In other words, you be in charge of my life. I've been in charge of my life so far and it's led me down paths of death, death in my relationships, death in my opportunities, death in my mental health. It has led me farther from you and I'm willing to surrender my life to you. So if you're willing to surrender your life to let Jesus be Lord, that doesn't mean you're gonna do it perfectly. It just means that you're gonna follow him and that if you make a mistake, that you turn to him and look to him for guidance, that you would receive his forgiveness and his grace. And today, if you're ready to have a do-over, if you're ready to be made right in relationship with your heavenly Father, pray this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, I need you. I need you to come into my life. I'm putting my life in your hands. I'm trusting you. Forgive me of my sins and make me brand new. Fill me with your spirit and show me how to live for you. And teach me to tell other people about you. Make me bold, Jesus. Amen. Man, if you prayed that prayer today, all of heaven is celebrating. We at Simple Church is celebrating, and we are so proud of you. If you took that first step of faith, take the next step that's most important right here in this moment. Take a step towards filling out that Connect card, marking the spot that says, I said yes to Jesus. We promise we're not gonna harass you. All we wanna do is get an opportunity to connect with you and share with you further what your next steps are and how you can take them with us at Simple Church. I talked a lot about them today. 
you already know they're on that Connect card and our Next Steps team is ready and available to partner with you for that next step. Amen, everybody. Make sure you do that. Take the opportunity to do it. As we wrap up today's message, I wanna give an opportunity for you to give. Um, you can give through all the ways here on the screen. Digitally, you can text it in, you can use our app, you can use our website. All of those are secure ways to do it. You can also mail in a check if you uh, feel so led to. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for all those of you that have given to the building fund through our 10-day miracle as well. We're celebrating what God is doing there uh, and we're praying blessings on you as you take steps to obey him in, in, in offering your finances as well. Thank you so much for your generosity. We love you guys. We can't wait to see you back here next week as we uh, continue towards our, our relaunch day. So next Sunday, uh, we've got a special message from you and uh, I know that you're gonna love it. So make sure you're here with us. God bless you guys. We'll see you here next week.